I'm just going to pray for James, because this is a, a key moment, not in his life, not just in his life, but into the lives of many that he will have the opportunity to minister to, where God's going to take him and lead him. So, Father God, I thank you for this man who's prepared to lay his life down to serve you, who's prepared to lay his life down and surrender everything he has so that your will might be done in his life. And I pray that you come tonight in a very special way and speak through him and touch those very areas that we need to be set free in. That through his testimony, through his life's journey, others might come to the realization that the gods might have something for them as well. And we know you have, and I pray, Lord God, that as your Holy Spirit comes upon Jesus, that he will have the freedom to say, Thus said the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, Brad. Thanks, Clark. All right. So thanks for having me today, guys. Um, just to introduce myself again, I'm Chaz Leeper, my wife Janet over here. We have three of our kids here. One of them got to go on a weekend away, um, so she's gone. Um, but obviously, you can tell we're from the US. Um, many of you have kind of met us, or you know, we've been introduced a few times, so um, I won't go too far into that. But um, I just want to thank you guys for welcoming us, welcoming us as a family. It's been super incredible. Even the prayers tonight uh, have just been super encouraging. and. Um, Clarence is touching on something that's, that's, you know, I'm going to get into in my preach, but um, yeah, we, feel, we really feel like God has us here to, to train us and sharpen us and prepare us for work back in America. Um, and so, um, first thing is, I don't know if the elders told you guys, but you guys are uh, involved in an experiment tonight, and that is, this is my first preach ever. Um, yeah. Um, so, but this is the right place to do it because I really do feel like family. Our family feels like family. Um, we've got friends from other congregations that um, we're connected uh, to and bonded to that have come tonight to support us. Um, so, man, I feel as comfortable as I can. Um, but with that, uh, there's a couple things I want to share with you that I've learned. Um, I went to a, a session with Mike Davies a couple weeks ago. There's two nuggets I pulled out of there for tonight that I'm going um, to try to stick to. So uh, first one, all right, there's my first lesson, <laughs> speaking to the mic. Okay, uh, the first one is he taught us about something called the irreducible, irreducible minimum. And so I think preachers have a, a, a tendency to plan this whole big preach and go all over the place and off the, off the rails and um, kind of the idea being say as much as you can with saying as little as you can. So I'm going to try to stick to that. Clarence gave me an hour and a half to preach. Um, we brought Granny Sally over here. She's going to stick hold me to it. And, um, and so that's the first thing. The other thing is, uh, and this is Mike Davies quote, a great preach isn't dependent on how well you communicate. It depends on what fruit it produces in the people you are communicating to. So I share that with you because this isn't all on me, okay? Fruit has to be produced in you. And so we're in this together. 
Um, I know God has given me a word to share with you guys. We're going to open his word, and that has to produce fruit in you. And if it's not, there's something going on, and I can't control that. So we're in this together, and we're all responsible here. Um, so let me just pray real quick. And uh, Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity and this family from across the world that that you've tethered us to um, as part of your body, Lord. It's just beautiful, um, so wonderful for, for us. We've been so encouraged and um, to be welcomed in here. And Lord, I just pray um, that, uh, that I communicate your word clearly um, and that, uh, that Josh Jen or Sunnydale PM is encouraged and challenged by what you have to say to them. Um, your name, amen. So um, one other thing I wanted to say is I just want you guys to know I take this very seriously. Um, we're warned in James about that not all of us should be, to, should be teachers. And I feel like I'm kind of stepping into something that I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, do I really want this? Because, um, you know, we're going to be judged more, more strictly. And so I do take this very seriously. And it's a, it's a big honor to talk to you guys. Um, and so I just kind of want you guys to know that. Um, so by a show of hands, how many of you guys have been to America? Okay, so maybe a third. That's pretty good. Um, the, um, I'm going to kind of tell you a little bit of our, our story, then we're going to open the word, and then we're going to try to connect the two, okay? So um, our story, you know, obviously we're from America. America is a wonderful place. Um, it's had a, a wonderful impact on the world in many ways. Um, it has enjoyed a, a, well, not quite a century, but a, quite a while of relative peacetime, um, especially in the church. Uh, the church in America has been um, rel relatively unpersecuted, uh, fairly comfortable, and it has grown into a place uh, where... Um, where, frankly, I think God, God doesn't want it to be. Um, and so uh, part of our story is, you know, I, I grew up in the church, um, have served in the church in, in many different ways, and a number of years ago I stepped onto eldership at that church uh, and pretty much immediately felt the weight of responsibility um, for for the church, for God's people. And it started, it, it really started a process in me. I'm, I'm, I'm in business, I've been in, I've been in uh, commercial real estate for 20 years, and um, that's really all I've ever known. Um, but that really started kind of a process in me of God getting my attention and, and really ultimately calling me here today, which is kind of um, answering the call on my life to move towards uh, full-time ministry and serving His church. Um, and so, uh, part of that, part of that was just stepping into eldership, feeling the weight of, of that, and then starting to notice cracks, cracks in the church, cracks in the foundation, um, unhealth, the way that, that, that the church has been built. And this, you know, I'm talking about our church, but this really is a broad stroke on the church in America. Okay. Um. And, uh, 
and so this this burden has been growing in me and um, and my family and God has really kind of shaken us over the last few years and um, part of that process has been <laughs> thanks Fritz um, part of that process has been you know connecting with 412 and or I've, I've known Andrew for a long time um, where our paths have crossed in and out uh, um, Lon and Ann Whalen, who many of you guys know, is a long time, um, basically we're, we're family. He's known me since I was born. So my connection to Josh Jen um, is not new to this trip. Um, but, uh, you know, so God just started stirring in me and showing me areas of his church that were unhealthy and, and really putting a burden, burden on my heart um, for what I was seeing. And, uh, and um, and so really, kind of long story short, um, over a process of, of discernment and prayer and even opportunities coming um, to us kind of unexpectedly uh, to actually go to work for a, a church back there, um, we kind of were like, okay, Lord, is this what you're doing? Are you leading us right now to lead a church in America? And um, really through a lot of wise counsel, including Andrews and Mervis's and Jock and Jeanette's, uh, um, and, uh, and Lon and Ann's, amongst others, uh, the answer was no for us. And within that process, we were invited down here to be here for, for a, a period of time. Um, right now, the plan is to be here till December. Um, yeah. And really, that, the, the plan is to just be discipled, sharpened, um, trained, equipped, much like many of you guys here are, are experiencing. And, um, and one of the things that kind of put us over the edge in saying yes to coming down here and, and really sensing that God is, is really wanting to do something in us is uh, one morning my wife Janet woke up and was kind of like, Lord, are, you know, you've kind of, you've got us, uh, us stirred and where do you want me to, where do you want me to um, read this morning? And so God led her to Haggai 1, which kind of random, a little bit random. Um, and so she's reading it, and I wake up and come out in the morning, and she's like, Chaz, you've got to read this. And so um, that's actually what we're going to do right now. Um, we're going to open uh, Haggai. We got it up there. So I'm actually going to read through the whole thing. It's not a long book, but um, really, God, God spoke to us very clearly through this, and um, it's a message I want to share with you guys. So... Let me get that open. Okay. So Haggai 1.1. In the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month, on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai, the prophet to Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel. I believe that's correct. Governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Thus says the Lord of hosts, these people say the time has not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord. Then the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai the prophet. It is time for your is it time for yourselves, for you yourselves, to dwell in your paneled houses while his, while this house lies in ruins. Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have shown, sown much and harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink but you never have your fill. You clothe, you clothe yourselves, but, you, but no one is warm. 
And he who earns wages does so to put them in a bag with holes. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Go up to the hills and bring wood and build the house that I may take pleasure in it and that I may be glorified, says the Lord. You looked for much and behold, it came to little. And when you brought it home, it blew away. Why, declares the Lord of hosts, because of my house that lies in ruins. While each of you builds himself one of his own, uh, builds, sorry, because of my house that lies in ruins, while each of you busies himself with his own house. Therefore, the heavens above you have withheld their dew, and the earth has withheld its produce. And I have called for a drought on the land and the hills and on the grain, the new wine, the oil, on what the grounds bring forth, on man and beast and all of their labors. Then Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, and Joshua, the son of Zehozadek, the high priest, with all the remnant people, obeyed the voice of the Lord their God and the words of Haggai the prophet, as the Lord their God had sent him. And the people feared the Lord. Then Haggai, the messenger of the Lord, spoke to the people with the Lord's message. I am with you, declares the Lord. And the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came and worked in the house of the Lord of hosts, their God, on the 24th day of the month and the sixth month in the second year of Darius the king. So, um, so this, in many ways, was a picture of us, um, and what God was was speaking to us, and what spoke to Janet and I this morning was: consider your ways, leapers. Consider your ways. You've served as, as elders in the church. You've grown up in the church, um, and yet there's ways, there's, there's things in your life that you're clinging to. There's, there's ways that you are, are um, taking the time and the resources that I've given you and building your own comfortable kingdom, your own comfortable life. And, um, and man, we... we in the middle of God saying, I want your life from you, leave this comfortable life in America and go to Africa for six months, um, or trying to discern that. It's like this came on us and we're like, it, it was so clear to us. Um, and, and so um, just kind of a recap on, on what we just read. Um, you know, and I, I, I kind of missed the, the, the history of, of Haggai, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit that just real quick. Um, leading up to this, uh, the temple had been destroyed um, by Nebuchadnezzar in, uh, in 586, and then the Jews went into exile. Uh, uh, and then years later, the Jews were allowed back into their homeland, and they got back there and started to rebuild the temple, and, um, and then kind of got complacent. There's opposition by the neighbors, there was, uh, you know, complacency, indifference, famine, things like that. And so they just started kind of retreating to their own houses and taking care of their own business. And, um, and so then Haggai comes in with this message, basically saying, where's, where's the fruit of your life? You know, you guys have been wasting your time 
building your own houses. You've been, you've been, um, been planting, but I've literally been knocking it over. I've been blowing it over. I've been causing drought in your life because you've ignored what I've called you to, which is to build my house. Um, and so, um, so, you know, Haggai comes and basically delivers that message. And, um, and what happens is the Israelites um, and, and the, the remnant that were there, they, they hear the call of God. And there's actually revival breaks out in their obedience to, to God saying, how long are you going to, to build your own comfortable life while my house lays in ruins? Um, and so, um, and so that, that to us is kind of, uh, what, what we're doing right now, honestly, is we're giving up our life. We're in, we're, we're in the process of giving up our life to build the house of God. And I'm here to tell you the house of God right now lays in ruins. And, um, and I'm emotional because um, of the burden I feel. And I hope, I hope that, that even this puts a burden on your guys' heart um, to, to recognize that. You guys are in a healthy church, okay? Um, I've been in some churches, people that are wonderful. They love Jesus. They believe the scripture. They're faithful. I think they'll be found faithful. Um, but... Um, they're not built the way Christ, they're not prepared for Christ's return. They're not a pure and spotless bride like Christ um, wants to see. And, um, and that's why, I believe that's why God built Josh Jen. That's, that is why we're here. We're here to learn from you guys. Um, and um, um, this whole, this whole thing about with Haggai, talking about rebuilding the temple. Um, this wasn't so much about building a building. It really wasn't about building a building. It's, it's about building a house that God can live in, where his actual, his actual dwelling place for his spirit. And today, that is us, right? The church, okay? It's, it's each and every one of us, when we accept Christ into our lives, we are, we are the church. We are a, a, a picture of the temple. And so, um, um, this call to give up our lives and lay down our lives um, that, that Haggai is, is telling, the, t- telling the, uh, the Israelites about is really, um, this is the gospel message. This is, this is the message of the entire the entire scripture. I mean, it's, it's what we were created for. We were created to glorify God, to lay down our life, to follow him, but to build, to be his church, right? This is, we're going to dwell with him forever in heaven as his church. This is why we were, we were created. Um, the great, the great commission in Matthew 28 says, uh, go, go make disciples of the nations. Sorry, this is part of why we're created too. Go make disciples of of all nations, baptizing them in the name of, of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. And, um, you know, he's, he's talking to his disciples there about building the church. And I, I want to encourage you guys that that's what I'm seeing here. And I know you guys know that, okay? I am the nations. I'm here being discipled, literally. 
and I came here to be a part of you guys to because you you are answering the call. You are answering the call, and you're building his church. Um, and then even last week, I mean, last week we saw baptisms, right? And we saw we saw people added to the kingdom two weeks before that. And um, it's just such a been such a beautiful thing to watch. Um, and I just I want to encourage you guys um, that I I do believe that that God has chosen you guys as a model that he wants to take to the nations. I, we're already seeing it happen um, because you're willing to lay down your lives um, and model what he's asked us to do. Um, I do believe he can trust you guys. And um, so that's just a, uh, I, I just want to commend you guys of that. And I hope you're encouraged um, by that reality and, and the, the fact that we are here to learn from you guys, not just the elders, not from, just from Andrew, but, um, but all of you guys. Um, so thank you for having us and, um, and for that. And um, if I could have the worship band come up, I'm gonna kinda take my own advice and wind it down here. Anyone? Um, so, but in encouraging guys, I just want to um, highlight a few things that, that there is much more work to do. Okay, the church in the world lays in ruins. Um, I mean, even other ch the church in South Africa, outside of um, you know, Josh Jen is not the savior, but but I do believe Josh Jen is a healthy model of the church that Christ is very pleased with, and that He does want to use you as a model to the nations. Um, but um, but yeah, He wants to He wants to see appear in spotless bride and. Um, Many of you guys have, have listened to Andrew's most recent message uh, regarding the last call to reformation. And um, that is, to me, it, it's almost, I mean, this, this is the message of, the, of, of scripture, but it, it, this message of Haggai is the same call to, to the people of the nations, to the churches that have, have kind of gotten comfortable in their lives. It's time to pick up our, or, or to, to lay those lives down and, and to build his church. So, um, just some, some practical ways for, for you guys that I, I want to encourage you to, to maybe apply this. Um, I know many of you guys have been here for a long time. Um, a lot of guys were here in the early days. Nikki, I see you over there. Um, and, and, um, and you guys have been laying down your lives. Um, but I think that, that um, you know, sanctification is a process of always, God always doing a new work in us. And so I believe no matter where we're at, whether you're Clarence or just a saint that, or a, a visitor here today, um, that God is, this message is for you. God is asking you, where have you become comfortable or complacent in your life? Where, what in your life is keeping you from building his church, keeping you from, from what, he, what he created you for. And um, so that's something I want, I want everyone to think about. Um, and even some practical ways. I mean, we've, we talked about, Jacques brought up the 412 conference. And we, get, we heard some silence there. Um, so, I mean, that right there, there's people flying from all over the world to come to that conference to build the church. That's not a, it's not a, it's not a, 
a pep rally. This is, this is to come to build the church and to, to, to lift up and push forward what God's doing through 412. Um, and so right there, I mean, who, who is struggling with finances or finding the time or not wanting to do it? And Jock didn't put me up to this, I promise. Um, but simple ways, uh, are you in a community group? Is there discipleship going on in your life? Either being discipled or discipling someone else? Um, I mean, those are, those are very simple, um, just simple ways to, to think about it. But um, yeah, so I just want to really close, but um, consider your ways. Sunningdale PM. Yeah. Lay down your life and come build God's house. Okay. Let me pray for us real quick. Lord, I thank you for your word and that you use just about anyone to, uh, to, to, to share it. And um, I just pray that your Holy Spirit is speaking to your people tonight and that, um, that whatever you wanted to say, um, connected and that that um, that our hearts are softened and our ears are tuned to what you're saying to us Lord and um, Lord we thank you for what you've done in us that you died for us so that we could become part of your family and build your church Lord Lord may your will be done amen